can't just say, I want to get to an eight handicap this year, and that's your only goal. Because that's only a result goal. You need a process goal and you need a milestone to help you get there. And welcome back. Welcome aboard another Hard Train. I'm one of your hosts, Evan Singer. I got Matt Cermak with me. What's up, Ev? Good to be back. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year. Good to be back. This episode, we're going to dive into 2024 goals, our goals. We're going to debate goals. We're going to talk if goals are a good or bad thing. And then we're going to help you set goals if we decide that actually it's a good thing to do. But before we get to that, in case you guys are new, we help frustrated golfers enjoy the ride again because if you can learn to smile through bad golf, you can smile through anything before oh, we yeah. get to this episode and we unpack our own goals, our mental games, etc. We got to thank our friends at Roback Activewear. I feel like we're both kind of living this versatile Roback lifestyle where yeah, no matter nice. what situation we're in, we're able to wear Roback in it other than yeah. the black tie wedding of the Cermax that uh, unfortunately Roback was not approved there, but almost every other setting, but at this rate with all the new Roback gear coming out, there's going to be a Roback tux probably in 2025. You're you're probably right. You're probably, (laughs) you know, and it's going to fit well, but no, Ev. Yeah. I mean, it's about to get real cold here in Chicago talking snows coming tonight. Oh boy. Negative windshield 10, 11. They're saying by Monday. So I'm going to have to layer up at the Roback, you know, joggers the vest pullover long sleeve I that's mean, I like that time i visited sleeve. you in chicago yeah. and you're like hey man you better wear goggles your pupils will freeze out here and i was like goggles you're like, you got goggles <laughs> <laughs> so go to roback.com enter the code train get 15 percent off and hop aboard the roback train and then you guys can thank us yeah. for looking the best and feeling so comfortable regardless of what situation in life you're in so okay we thought i think we did this last year as well where it's just a great kickoff to the year people are thinking about their goals but nobody really sets goals not many people set goals in golf you usually say something like i want to play my best golf this year maybe you say i want to get my handicap down to a certain number but like what does that mean how are you going to actually do that Right. So I think that's the point of this conversation is I think a lot of keep me honest, sir. I think we're going to kind of figure them out live together and we're going to push each other. We're going to pressure test. It's not like we both have them fully baked, written down on a piece of paper before this episode. I think the point is to kind of work through it together and give people kind of the framework to do this themselves. Is that fair? Yeah, I think so, too. I, I do think probably typically the most common goal is. I want my handicap to get down to this, right? If I'm yeah. eight, I want to try to get to a six by the end of the year. And that's pretty common, right? I think, you know, that's because the handicap definitely consumes us. So what's right. going to be fun about this conversation is we're going to kind of hear from each other what we're focused on for the year and then kind of dig dig into that and how we're going to, how we're going to get there, right? hopefully, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, so this is good. I think this is timely. I think uh, I think it's gonna be fun. I think coming out of this, we're gonna hear from you know some of you guys what you're working on this year and how you're gonna make it happen. Before we get into the goals, I don't. I mean, I guess it's the same thing—a proclamation, a goal. But yeah, what's the biggest thing that if you accomplish X at the end of 2024, your golfing year was a success? What is that right. for you? 
Yeah, I think I mean as we were talking off air. What is each our proclamation? Like, what is our what is Matt's what is Serm's theme in twenty twenty four? What is Ev's theme? Right? What, yeah. For and for me, and you're aware of this, is tournaments for me, individual competitive tournaments. I've not played in them since college, and that's a long time ago. It's fifteen years, fourteen years ago, thirteen years ago. I've played in you know tournaments like member guests or scrambles, and you know competitive important big money, but not myself. And that was, that was my whole identity growing up. So my proclamation is to play, you know, I'm hoping two, at least two tournaments, individual tournaments, whether they're a qualifier, you know, or they're a two day event, or there's a cut stroke play, just me probably playing for either pro shop credit, a trophy, or just pride, you know? (laughs) So That is my, I guess my golfing identity, we'll say in 2024, is going to be shaped around that. Mm. Okay. Well, so, we're going to get into that more. I have so many questions to ask you about that. But in, instead of diving in there, I'll I'll say mine and then we can yeah, kind of hear yours. go from there. So my proclamation, and you know what they say, I forget the exact quotes, but there's something like change doesn't happen until your current reality is bad enough where the unknown becomes less scary. I butchered that quote, but it's something in the sense that you kind of have to hit rock bottom in order yeah. to want to change. Right. And I have just, it's so crazy. If you think about it, seven plus years in this show, we've talked about foundational stuff over and over. And I guess I didn't think that it applied to me. I guess I thought I had the fundamentals down. Just like no more. My proclamation is I'm not going to figure this. I'm not going to try to figure this out on my own any longer. I've been doing that for 18 plus years playing this game. And, you know, it hit me yesterday, sir. As much as our show is about the mental game, it's actually about maximizing enjoyment. And, And Brett McCabe told me, he said, I cannot make you enjoy shitty golf more. What you can do is start to do a few things better and we can go from there, right? Yeah. So my proclamation is I got a coach, Josh Alpert, one of the best coaches in California, and he's 15 minutes down the road. I saw him two weeks ago. I'm seeing him on Monday. We text, we talk. I'm documenting my journey. And I'm really excited. I'm not, my real proclamation is I'm not making a change all year long without getting guidance from him. If he thinks we need to challenge something, what is this? This has got to be crazy for you to hear because how often are our conversations off this show and on the show even about changes I'm making? No more changes unless it's something my coach basically creates for me. Well, this is this me. is really good, and right, we got to clear the air for any confused listeners out there. Ev, you're gonna have a coach. Oh yeah. Now, guys, this is a gentleman right here has taken a lot of lessons in his life, mm-hmm. but from a lot of different people, mm-hmm. a lot of great coaches, but they weren't Evan's coach. It was right one year it was you know Gankis, one year it was Jake Thurm, right? Accessing like this is this is different, Ev. Like, but you know what's funny. And it's really, and it's a really good thing, but very different for you. Very. And maybe we're just diving in here, but 
I used to see lessons, and I actually think the majority of golfers view lessons this way, as a either fix me, quick fix, checkpoint, and then send me on my way. And I am viewing lessons entirely different this year. I am not, and I know there's a financial aspect to this for most people. I'm, I luckily for me, I don't have to pay Josh. We're doing it together as this series thing. I offered to pay, but he's invested in our platform. We're doing it together. We're creating content around it, whatever. But if you think about it, how much money do we spend playing, thinking about investing in this game? And I'm just really excited to put to the test having a coach all year, lessons every couple weeks. Maybe it goes to monthly, you know, yeah. depending on how it's going. But I'm not going to be thinking or changing anything on my own. I am his student and I'm doing everything with his guidance. And I will tell you, wow. After one lesson, and I'm so excited to share this on our YouTube, I sent you the lesson, so you've seen it. Yeah, I did. I'd love to get your take on this too, and I don't want to go too down a rabbit hole but because I want to talk about the goals themselves, but I've been blown away. Just in one lesson, I understand the golf swing and the fundamentals better than maybe I ever have. And you think that's because you're approaching it this way. You're not walking into the lesson like, fix me, give me a feel, give me a thought. Yeah. Maybe. I think, yeah, I, I, oh, I, I think there's a, you're listening differently because of your approach. Yeah, you're right. I you're wanted not on a foundational timeline. knowledge, right? right? I Help me understand. It's not like I, I got to go play next week at a member of guests. I need a thought. Right, right. Help me understand what I should be doing, why I do what I do, what happens when I see result X, Y, and Z, and build me from the ground up. Right. So this right. lesson I'm posting where it's going to be three videos, just so people know it's going to be learning the grip, which by wow. the way, I wasn't even gripping the club, right? Crazy. The impact of what happens in your swing when you're not gripping the club, right? Heard of that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I just experienced that for the first time. Foundation um, of the golf personally. swing right there. Two was learning the swing, the full swing. So the, just the most simple way of how the swing works. And three is then how to self-evaluate and understand what your goal is after every shot. And that actually okay. might be one of my goals that we go into, but those are going to be the three videos that I got from an hour together. And I'm just, I'm so excited to like truly invest in my game. Like enough's enough. We can't do that. There's a reason why there's thousands of teaching professionals like we can't do this ourselves. And I've gotten myself into such terrible positions because I'm working on things that don't even make sense. And yeah, it, too much, too much advice, too many thoughts, too many ideas, too much. Yeah. Too many different philosophies. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's, this is great. This is, I mean, it's a first for you, right? Yeah. So that's my, that's, I mean, to go from a change a week to maybe multiple changes a week to, no changes on my own. Just we're building something together from the ground yeah. up. That's a huge change for me. I've never played the game that way. And I'm really excited to try it. Let's dig into your first.
proclamation yeah. and goal for a second because we spent some time on mine there. Um, why does this mean so much to you? Because we've joked and talked about it of yeah. how your brothers have played in USGA events. If people don't know, we've talked about it a lot on the show, but if people are new, you've come from a family of four boys. All four boys played D1 college golf. Very competitive. You guys have played in a lot of events together, probably against each other, whatever. I joked with you one day. I said, hey, it seems to me that it, does it sometimes bother you that you feel like you haven't done as much as them post-college in the competitive golf space? So what does this mean to you? Why is this yeah. important to you? Why do you want to play in tournaments again? Yeah, and that's it's great. It's great. It's a great question. Something I've been thinking about probably I would say seriously though for the last year, year and a half. You know, this past year I played some pretty decent golf. Mm -hmm. I had some I had some pretty good rounds. And it got me thinking, like, man, you know, I feel like I'm maybe at a point where I could maybe do something in a tournament. You know, I could go maybe go feel like I'm, you know, good enough to at least compete, you know, and hang in there. Um, so there was definitely a little bit of some of that success I felt like I had this year. Now, granted, I'm not playing in tournaments, but I'm playing with you know, whoever it was or whoever I was in some good courses. So yeah, so it's a it's it's a mix. It's of I felt like I was playing some good golf combined with yeah, I'm feeling a little pushed, you know, by I think some of my brothers who have had some, you know, they're doing it, they're putting it in their schedule, they're making a point, they're signing up for events, they're getting into them. They're getting in the mix, whether it's you know a U.S. Mid-Am qualifier, whether it's Chicago District uh, amateur event, whether it's a four-ball event, you know that's a team event, but like you know the U.S.J. like they're they're doing it and they're making it, you know they're kind of at least Mike and Joe, you know Pat's a pro now, but um, so that's there's been some encouragement, there's been some encouragement there, you know the thing that I think was holding me back for a little while was man I'm just not practicing enough. It's like, yeah, it's nice to say, uh, yeah, go play tournaments, but what's the point if you're not practicing in the off season, you know, in Chicago, you got to practice indoors and during the warm weather months, you got to go make time to go to the range and chip and putt, you know, it's been a lot of playing for me so that this main piece is here. Well, if you're going to, if that's going to be the goal, the proclamation to play, you know, in a tournament or two, you got to put the time in. You got to, it's the classic, you know, what we're used to, you got to make the sacrifices. How important is it to you? And it's important to me enough right? where you carve time out in your schedule, you know, to get a couple of lessons, to go spend an hour, an hour and a half at the dome, hit balls and chip. Hit and the flags. And, hit yeah. those flags like slow-mo swing library. So, yeah. So I feel like I've, my game's gotten a little bit better the last couple of years and watching uh, my brothers do it is uh, this combination of a little feel of the fire. So, so just to crystallize this, the actual goal itself is play in at least one competitive tournament in 2024, a individual tournament. Yep. A USGA individual tournament. Well, see, that's that's why we're digging into it. I mean, I, the goal is to at least try to qualify. I mean, it depends on the event. So I, I want to sign up for the US Mid-Am qualifier. Okay. okay. So- be in that event. Yeah, to qualify for the US Mid Am would be the it would be the ultimate goal. But I really think though, Ev, if I really think about it, I'm less concerned about what the result is, is just getting back into that tournament, handling yourself like you know how to handle yourself, prepping for it like you know how to prep, 
and enjoy the ride. Yeah. Right. So that tournament, if that qualifiers in July, you know, I'm putting in the time these months leading up, you know, to, to prepare for it, you know, and, and hopefully there's another tournament in there. And what does so, that qualifier look like? What's the format of a U.S. mid-aim qualifier? 18 holes. And uh, one, yeah, 18 holes. And typically two or three under gets out. How many um, qualify? Usually, usually there's like five or six from each from each qualifier. And there's probably going to be, you know, there's like three qualifiers probably in the Chicagoland area. So you pick one. And how so, many people? You know, I don't know, you know, 80 to 100. Okay. So it's, it's tough. The top five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and then again, mid amateur guys is it's, it's the biggest tournament for the USJ. That's not the USM because it's not for young kids. It's for the older crowd. It's for the middle-aged crowd. It's over, but I think yeah. it's over 20, 26 and up. So my brother Joe's qualified for it twice. So the reason that's yeah, cool, that's- just to give people context is because then it takes out these top college players that, you know, are on their way to turning pro it's the post-college kind of probably former college players, but it's an older crowd. So you could be 40 or yeah. you could be 26, right? Correct. Yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's a great mix of players and ages. So, yeah, I mean, the result goal would be, yeah, to qualify for the mid-am. But okay. the, there's, a process, there's a process goal too. Yeah. You know, and the, the process has got to give you right at least to give yourself a chance. And that's going to be, you know, taking a few lessons, practicing on my own, working on some of my upper body flexibility, you know, that, that really doing some, you know, TPI stuff, doing some yoga, doing like really working on that stuff. So yeah, those are some of the specifics. So, okay. Um, so for the listen yeah. for our passengers today, the reason I like this type of goal, it's kind of like the marathon runner, Right. You, building out the right you, have a program. you book yourself into yeah. the race yep right and then that's on you the race is coming right so you could either feel like shit and not go even though you told everybody you're playing in it and because you didn't train or you can let the looming registration and the the registration and then the looming race motivate you to prepare and train right and so this is a really good goal I think, because it's something that's important to you. I think when we were talking about the swing change episode, I think we uncovered that there's a little self-doubt in there. And just, you know, you haven't done it in a while. Like, yeah, I think there's there's a part of you that wonders, like, are am I good enough? And do I need to do different things to get good enough? And we talked a lot about, you know, is it changing what you are or is it, you know, tightening some things you're already good at? Right. Um, and, and that's what I'm going to find out. And the good news is, is when you, you put more time into something, you, you might surprise yourself and get better in some things that, you know, might not meet, need such an overhaul. Right. Yeah. You know, pitching and chipping is a big thing for me. I really did not pitch and chip ball last year. Really need to clean that up. I think if I do that, you know, with maybe, you know, impl- implementing a, a swing tweak or two might feel like a swing change, but really more of a tweak, I could have a chance, but yeah. To me, it's all about, like you said, you have the date, the tournament date, and just putting in the work. You know, Look, yeah. I got you know, I got to go get a practice round. You know, maybe two at the for the qualifier. You know, these for are sure. things you got to do, right? So this um, makes me think, sir, for the passenger side, thinking about okay, how do I structure my own goals? I'm listening to Evan, sir. I want to set goals. 
it seems like we've only we've almost outlined like three categories. You've got a process goal, you've got maybe a not an achievement goal, but a a milestone goal, doing something that you haven't done before. And then you've yeah. got like the the result goal, right? So for you, your process goal is to create some form of regular practice. Yeah. Right. Because what I want to hit on is practice more is the obvious. That's the vague goal that everybody sets in the quote resolutions that yeah, people, they say, I want to exercise more, but then it's like, well, what does that mean? I can't achieve something that's that vague. So maybe your process goal is practice twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. And then specific. you set on your calendar times that, you know, Tuesday, Thursday at five 30, you're going to the dome right. and you're going to go spend half on your swing and half on chipping. And that's your process goal. Your milestone goal will be playing a U.S. Mid-Am qualifier. Yep. Your result goal is qualify for the U.S. Mid-Am. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's something that great. Okay. Well, and this, this helps bring motivation for us. We, for the listeners are trying to understand, well, what can I do? Like what, yeah, I want to practice more, but what's really going to get me to spend, you know, an hour in the, in the chipping and bunker, right? To hit right. fairway bunker shots, to go to the range because I just want to play. This right. is the stuff that hurt. This is the stuff that hurts. Yep. This is the stuff <laughs> you build, you know, you get, you got to get up a little earlier in the morning and go do this. Cause we're all busy with our lives and our jobs and our spouses and all these things. But if it's that important to you, as you know, Ev, you can find the time, Yeah, but you've got to lay it out. You've got to structure it Yeah, because practicing more is great, but why are you practicing? Right. I want to shoot better. Well, why do you want to shoot better? Right. <laughs> you know, so I think unpacking this is great. I think, you know, on the flip side here for, for you, I think this is a little trickier and this is why we're talking about it. The big question, the famous question, especially for what you've described with your proclamation, Ev, how, how do you define success in 2024 for your proclamation? Hmm. I, think, I think, you know, I think mine's a little more, a little more black and white. Yeah. With some I think of these kind a, of yeah. checkpoints. It's You're, a good question. Uh, I, I want to hear this from you. I think there's a few ways. Number one, I think success would be a little less anxiety going to the course, upping my enjoyment level. I want 2024 to be the most enjoyable year of golf that I've ever had. And obviously, I had an amazing year in 2023. A lot of people don't realize, like, how much I was struggling, even though I was playing some of the best courses in the world in Scotland in crazy right. conditions, you know, like that'll go down as one of the best experiences I could have ever gone through because I know what it's like to feel super anxious, no idea what I'm doing and in a place that you need to soak in, like you don't want to waste that experience. And I've had a lot of those experiences in 2023. So that goes into my third example. Of four, I think I have four. My third example would be going into either a media day or a pro-am or even just any round on camera and string together some good holes. You know, I, I experienced some pretty, you want to talk about your self-image getting punctured when you're on camera and you're, you can't string a hole together, like 
that can be really embarrassing and that can be tough to come back from. So to do that many, many times, I'm excited for the opportunity to get back on camera and have a process and a foundation to go back to that no matter what I'm feeling, Chris Kirk said it last week after the century, right? Like he walked into every shot and told himself, I don't care what I'm feeling. Uh, nothing's going to get in my way to hitting a good shot here. Right. And it's that type yeah. of conviction that you have to have an understanding on what I do when I get tight, those process driven things to help me hit a good shot under pressure. I want to start hitting good shots under pressure again. Um, and four, the biggest one is my handicap. I have a well, handicap why is that proclamation. The, why is that the biggest one? Not the biggest one. It's just, it's almost like um, when you hear PJ Tour pros say, my goal isn't a world ranking, but the world ranking is a reflection of like a really consistent overall great performing year. I think our handicap is kind of like our ranking in the sense that it would be indicative of better golf overall over many rounds. So for me, I want to get back to a four. I've been as low as a five. And to think about the level of access. What are you now? I think I've gone up to an 8.5 or even a nine. I'd have to check. So. But why, so why not just, if we're, if we're an 8.5, okay, let's call us a nine because we're eight, five. Yeah. Why, why isn't the goal? Let's get to a seven, five. Because you, I, I want a stretch goal. Because yeah. I've never actually had the tools or not. I've had the tools, but I've never actually made the commitment to really invest in my game. Like we we talked about last podcast, like I've worked hard at it. Like right. I'll go to the range four or five times a week, yeah. but I'm not doing anything though. So right. I want to see how good I can get by learning my foundation, getting my fundamentals right having a professional there to help me and document it on this show and our YouTube and truly see, okay, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing the right things. How does this translate to my scorecard? Well, and truly see how low I can get. Cause I've got the skills I've just yeah. gotten in my own way of doing the wrong things. Well, is it safe to say Ev that, in 2024, you are going to practice with purpose. Yeah. Maybe for the first time in an extended period Not that you haven't. Maybe the first time like, ever other than short game stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you're going to practice with purpose. And, you know, you do that, you, your goal is to have less anxiety out there. Well, how do we have less anxiety? when you make committed confident swings that anxiety is not going to go away until you see the, you see the committed confident oh, swings. No, for sure. I mean, that's going to come up, but I think what I've learned is it's about baby steps and mini wins, right? Yeah. Like when you, when you have more conviction and knowledge of what you're trying to do and why, then what you'll see in this video coming out on YouTube with Josh, my coach is the thing that I love the most is it's not about the ball going right. It's about me holding on, right? So yeah. the greatest win I could have, other than a great shot, obviously, 
But in this time, the greatest win I can have is seeing the ball go right, having the awareness to say, mm, yeah, I definitely held on to that one. And being able to match a ball flight with a feeling of what I did in my body to know I don't have to try and hit it left now. What I have to do is my routine and what in my routine helps me release it and know that I released it. And then that's I just great. have to step in and do that. So that's well, the type of process he's helping me relearn versus what a lot of people do is, oh my God, that went right. I'm an idiot. I suck. How could I do that? I have no idea why it went right. I have no idea what I'm doing in my swing to cause it going right. And now I'm trying to hit it more left. And now right. I'm compensating and creating yeah. a hook. And it's like, what do I do with that? There's nothing you can do with that. Yeah, I think I think this is great, Evan. And so, right, understanding why things are happening, yeah. but then how to react appropriately. And really to react appropriately after a bad shot is just like we've talked about, just get back to my routine. Because right. you hit that shot high right, you're getting to that next shot. Well, man, I've got a problem with right. I'm going to have to compensate. And you're not even checking the wind or where the hill is on the green or right. where you got to miss it. And it, Yeah. You know what's crazy, sir? So it's going to have a this 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 is going to have a great domino effect for you, for sure. And you know what's crazy? What I just about said this? was happening last year. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about get back to your process, but you got to know what your one. process is, though. Right? I didn't have I one. You you and Brett McKay have talked about. Yeah, right? what did he say? You know, I don't want to say it's his biggest peeve, you know? biggest pet yeah. peeve to say trust the process because most people don't know what their process is or why they have one. And you're like, what I, like, I don't even know what my process is. Yeah. Like I don't have one. So, right. or I change it or I, yes, I throw it away when something bad happens. I try and reinvent, I try and change it. Right. So I will tell you this, sir. It has been, I haven't told you this. It's been so mind blowing how difficult it is after doing this one way for 18 years to go to the driving range and use my shots as an exercise to self-diagnose and did I do what I'm trying to do or did I not? Do you know how easy it is to just fish another ball back and feel so shitty that you hit a bad one and you're looking around and your ego wants to stripe one at the range even though it doesn't fucking matter. Everyone's hitting it sideways and nobody notices anyways. They're worried about yeah. their own shit. Everybody's in their own world and their own and stall. And it's like, <laughs> so it was so difficult for just one bucket of balls to not worry about where that ball goes and every shot go back to my process, go back to what I'm working on and say, yeah. did I do what I'm trying to do or did I not? Yeah. No, that is really, really difficult. Yeah. My coach, when we were kids, like, hey, did you do your move there? I'm like, no, no, I didn't. You know, I hung <laughs> on to it, right? Or I got a little quick, you know? Or yeah, I did my move there, but uh, you know, I misjudged the wind. <laughs> right. You, 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 you take it in, you figure, you know, and you and just get right. right to the next one. But you're playing golf like this is great, Ev, because you you know playing golf not for anybody else, not for you're playing golf for yourself, for your love of the game, for your enjoyment of the challenge of the game. All right, guys, stay seated. Keep those seatbelts fastened. We're going to stop the train for a second, but then we'll get you right back to the show. Just a friendly reminder, folks, 
Every Monday, I send out a free email. It's only a few sentences that basically takes a concept or an insight or a quote or a question and dives into it as a way to kind of reflect to start the week and keep your mental game sharp in between podcasts. And that's at thepartrain.com, free to join our email list. The other cool thing that a lot of people have been loving is it gives you first access to merchandise drops. And our six hats, our biggest hat drop ever, go to thepartrain.com, go to the shop page, and you'll see six brand new styles. The email list is a great way to get first access to those drops moving forward. We got another amazing drop coming. The greatest ball marker ever made is on its way. So uh, make sure you're on our email list, thepartrain.com, because a lot of times they will sell out before we even share it on Instagram. So thank you guys, as always, for hopping aboard. Let's get you back to the show. And I want to help people too. Like, yes, I want to get down to a four. And I used to make this mistake where I thought being on this show meant that I needed to be the success story to help people. But now what I've realized is I've gone as low as you can go. And I've experienced some of the worst experiences on the golf course you can have. I felt some of the darkest things you can feel. But now I'm going to be able to relate to anyone out there. And we're going to be able to help people kind of come out of that. So I'm hoping that this is kind of my Phoenix rising from the ashes moment where I'm not putting pressure on it. Little Harry Potter reference for you. I'm not putting pressure on it. Dumbledore heard of him. I'm not putting pressure on being the success story, but I think I'm inspired to see how good I can get so that we can share those out and hopefully help more people enjoy this game. Cause there's nothing worse in my mind than doing something you say you love and to have a shitty time every time. Like everyone's going to have a bad day, but if you say you love the game, let's actually help people truly love it. Yeah. Versus yeah, just I agree. be frustrated for five hours every weekend. Well, I'm excited. Well, I'll tell you what, something I'm excited about for you. I don't know if Ryan Winehouse would would agree, but I always I've seen thought him you on pl- <laughs> tomorrow. Um, you know, he's a very quick player. He thinks I'm slow, but it's going to be nice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's going to be nice to see you slow down a little bit. Out there. Oh yeah. Again, we don't we don't want to turn you into Patrick Cantley and you know Ryan's Brooks Kepka. He's you know, he's leaving the, he's leaving the 16th tee box for you, but for you, I mean, you have to have this level of discipline and cerebralness to understand what my task is, what my move right. is, what do I, you know, and, and you have to repeat that. Right. And I think that's what I'm hearing from you and from watching your lesson. And I think what you're discussing is this is the new F. Like, Does this feel different gonna, to you? I know we've done this a million different ways of thinking I found it or I'm changing this, but does this actually feel different to you that there's a little bit more commitment and direction here? Yeah. You're not searching. You're not, you're not onto the next thought or feel, or you don't seem like you're demanding the fix to happen by one grip change or one you are, this is going to take time. This is going to hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. But th- this is the path. The the other you thing were I want to say, you were trying to build new habits, break old ones, yeah. build new ones, and build that foundation. So I think it it feels new. F. I'm proud of you. You're doing yeah. Good. No, thank you. I mean, I, the one thing I'll say, and then I'll, I'll kind of outline in the same buckets we did for you for me. But the one thing, another th- quick thing I'll say, just 
hopefully maybe this inspires someone to head down a similar path is I never realized the domino effect of the golf swing, meaning I changed my grip thinking I was changing it right, but I didn't fully get it there because I didn't have guidance. And secondly, it was creating a ton of tension in my shoulders. And when you have That's tension in your shoulders, you can't hinge or turn. So nice. having your grip in a specific area creates tension in a different way, which doesn't allow you to turn. It's crazy how just pressures and tension, the domino effect of that. And I, you can't, nobody can figure that out on their own. So yeah. I feel like this is a an episode selling lessons, but it it <laughs> it really is. So so here is my buckets, right? So yeah. my process goals for 2024 is not changing anything without guidance. Getting lessons every two to four weeks. That's hand in hand. Yep. yep. And three would be documenting all of it. So yeah. in the past, I didn't I haven't always shared my struggles. I've talked about them a bit on the show, but I haven't actually like documented it. Now it's like, no, I'm documenting all of it. So that's, yeah. that's the process goals. Milestones or flag in the ground type goals. For you, it was playing in a US Mid-Am qualifier. For me, it would be playing on camera and feeling like I'm, I'm handling it the pressure well well if you're so if you get so in this routine that you're you're working right. on you're talking about it doesn't cameras doesn't you don't even know it's there right, right. You're, when you get you know when you get so when you're going to get lost in your process and your routine exactly and i'm going to shoot stuff with other great people coaches creators pros like i actually think we need to the more and more times i think about it we need to get back out to Scottsdale because we yeah. need to shoot a short game lesson so with Parker. I, um, I need we it. can shoot stuff on course with Hannah and Frederick that yeah. play out at Whirlwind, which is where we played in that event. And we also can go shoot stuff with Pia and Lynn at their school, among many other people. So I think that'd be a great thing for no, us to learn more advice about advice from you tendencies. from different no 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 not <laughs> not advice <laughs> yeah but like let's let's we love learn. all those we love that whole crew we just yeah, yeah, yeah. let's learn about other people's that. stuff let's let's yeah. put ourselves in uncomfortable situations and let's you know let's document. put yeah, yeah let's document and put it under pressure so that's that's my milestone goals and then the result goal would probably be my handicap. And and also another result goal would be playing in a member guest slash my rider cup. And, you know, these are scenarios that previously I had no process. My body was filled with adrenaline and stress and yeah. I wasn't a serviceable partner. You know, I've always wanted to go into a scenario like that especially with Ryan, because I've realized ever since I've known Ryan, I've tried to, quote, show him how good I've gotten. And I don't think I've ever really played good in front of Ryan because of that reason. So That'll playing well yeah. Too much with pressure. Ryan at a member guest or any tournament and playing well and contributing to my team, 
you know, I don't have to shoot a 72, but let's contribute to the team and have my process to lean back on when I feel that stress coming up. That alongside the handicap down to a four are my result goals. No, I think it's great. You know, but one thing I'll say for the both of us, and we have to remember throughout of this, whether said you're working on your swing, you're working on your you're working on your whole routine, your mental process. I'm working on my swing. You know, when it does come time to play, I know we were texting about this the other day. Yeah. You got you gotta throw out the mechanics. Yeah. You, now then that's when you gotta lean on the process more. <laughs> well, luckily, Josh is yeah. actually I'm really lucky. I can yeah. tell how great of a coach he is so far. Luckily, he's not giving me positional things. Yeah. But to your you point, don't. it's still yeah. new. Right? right. It's in I have a new grip. I'm I, yeah, I've realized I've never really released the club. I've kind of right. always kind of had this hold off thing. Yeah. So learning time, how to release you know? the club is new for me. Yeah. You know, oh, I was right. uh but I'll, yeah, I'll, I mean, I was at the dome 2 weeks ago with Ryan Hosley, you know Ryan. Yeah. And uh we were uh, hitting balls and I was working on my swing for the first 45 minutes, positional everything, you know, backswing. And then we're like, hey, let's do a little challenge. They have these like great little monitors where you can play approach challenges. Hmm. So nine holes in St. Andrews, you know, all part of it, 60 to 160 yard shots. It's really fun. And so Swilkin, Swilkin Briggs right here. Yeah. I think that's you. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> first couple holes, I'm just pulling them. I'm just in my, you know, he's, he's just beating me. It's a points game. I'm just coming over the top. I'm thinking about my backswing. It's like, what am I doing? Mike, you're competing right now. Right. You got to feel this. You got to think it. You got to think. You got to feel. And you got to be an athlete. Now, you, some people might say, well, Matt, you're then reverting back to your mm -hmm. old swing. Well, it's just the way it is. Yeah. So there's time. There, there, that, there's that 45 minutes where you work on your mechanics. And then you got to end. I like ending the practice with competing and playing. So you just got to remember that every golf round, every course, every moment presents something a little different. But go back. You never leave your process. But yeah. you can't be. You hit a bad, hit a couple of bad shots. Well, man, I'm back to thinking. You know, you've done this before, right? Thinking about right. my backswing or my turn. You know. Well, so, isn't it funny how previously most of our passengers here, including us, have maybe been uncomfortable or scared about either a certain miss or how you're going to play in a certain situation. But isn't yeah. it a totally different mindset to go in and say, I'm really excited to put my process to the test here. See what I learn. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Remember I used to say on this show a lot, if I started hitting it left off the tee, if I had one left off the tee, the sirens are going on my head. Yeah. I got over that this year. Oh, you know, I mean in this much better at it, like, I, I mean, I hit plenty of shots to the left. And I was just like, you know what I'm saying to myself, Ev? The pros hit it left all the time. Everyone hits it left. Do Even I want Jack Nicholas? No. Would I rather miss it right? Yes. Even Jack Nicholas, right? Famous for oh, only missing it right. Okay. Still missed it left. I was uncomfortable with the tee shot. I got out of my routine. I got quick. I tried to do something I shouldn't have done. Mm -hmm. So you got away from your process. <laughs> The next. You just got valuable information. Go into the next one. Get back to what you do. N nothing to do with positions. Yeah. I mean, you know, I got in bad positions because I was in a bad process. Yeah. And I think, and that's going to be, I think, a big thing for you this year. A big stride you're going to make. Yeah. You're not going to let. You're going to. You're not going to let shots define you. Hundred percent.
You know the crazy thing too that I realized yesterday. I played nine, and then we'll close this out with a a little bit of a message to our passengers. I think a little PSA to them before they set their own goals if they haven't already. The crazy thing, Serm, is I played nine holes. I hit some really fucking good shots, and I hit a lot of bad ones. Yeah, and that's not really that different. (laughs) That's not that different than what I was before. So. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. I feel a little bit like I'm a fish out of water just because everything's new. Should be. But I got to feel I'm very hopeful and excited. You know, I don't feel the... Um... Oh, there's one last thing I want to say. The whole thing about figuring stuff out yourself drains so much energy yeah. because you're always in fix-it mode and search mode. And that's what leads to us staying up at night thinking about, I got to find, I got to figure something out before tomorrow, or right. I got to figure yep. something out by next Tuesday. And I don't know if what I have is good enough, right? Because you're that's in search tra- mode. That's the trap we all fall into. Even and it's just, it's so players. draining. It's yeah. so draining. So I, I feel almost invigorated because I've taken that out of play. I'm not yeah. searching at all. If I have a question, I'm going to Josh and I'm saying, Correct. hey, that grip you showed me in the lesson, I even have video of it, but I noticed when I was playing, I wasn't quite sure if I was doing it right. Can you help me? And he even said after our first lesson, we're going to come back, we're going to check your grip, we're going to yeah. check your takeaway, and we're going to check everything to see if we're still in line with what we wanted in the past. And then we'll you keep crystallizing it, right? Right. You're not listening direct to direct messages or your buddies at the range coming up. Which behind you. I and have. You've, you've done all for 18 done years. I've done it. Yeah. I can tell you firsthand, anybody listening, it doesn't work. So save yourself the time, the money, and the heartache. Do not do it. Don't, <laughs> Don't go, go to go. Tara Edie and top six drives. Okay. That's what happens when you do this. Is nice. you make a fool out of yourself because you cut your driver down an inch two days before you leave because you think it's a quick fix. It doesn't work that way. No quick fixes in this game. So so how are we going to, f- let's finish this off to the passengers out there. I think, let's say I'll say something that I think is important. Then you can say one thing that you think is important. I think it's valuable to really think about those three buckets, right? Yeah. You've, and I think, how can you quantify it as best as you can, right? Picking a tournament to join or to play in, great one, Right. Setting lessons a certain cadence, great. You want to achieve a certain handicap, great. But you can't just, I guess the takeaway for me is, you can't just say, I want to get to an eight handicap this year, and that's your only goal. Because that's only a result goal. You need a process goal and you need a milestone to help you get there. Otherwise, you're going to get to the end of the year and you're like, oh, I didn't do it. And it's like, okay, I guess I'm just going to change more stuff and hope that I find that magical thing. Uh, no, you're 100% right. I think this is why we did that episode. One thing I've been thinking about that I'll close with, and it has to do with me, is I'll tell you what I'm not going to do, Ev. If I get to you know the, the the mid-am, you know, I shoot 79 or 82, I'm not going to, and by the ninth hole, I'm six over. I'm not going to be, you don't, why are you wasting your time? What are you doing? Why are you wasting the money? Because I've seen this a lot with people, you know, guys that were good and try to come back or don't do it. Like, that's not what I'm going to do. 
So, mm-hmm. and, and because it's, it's a level of attachment, I'm just going to really, really, you know, really, really remind myself why I love this game. And that might be a really good round, a really bad round, but I am not going into this with a gun to my head. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm right. going to do it, you know, honestly, and we're going to see what happens, but I think that's big for other people too. If you don't get to the six handicap and, you know, and you, you have process goals, and these things, there's, there's still time to, <laughs> you're still going to have a chance to do it again, but right. we just, the game gets consumes us as you know, but, yeah. um, it's not going to be this thing where, you know, like I said, guns to my head. If I don't do it, I'm just reverting back and I'm never doing it again. Yeah. I have a ton of belief and excitement for you and I don't, you're one of the best players that I, that I know. So you don't have to reinvent or become a new guy to play in tournaments. I actually think you might be as good now as you ever were, Yeah. but think about how much differently you think now than maybe you did in college. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so if you think it from that standpoint, it could be a really exciting endeavor yeah. versus the feeling of like, you know, pressure and unworthiness yeah, gotta, and doubt. We, and, we, we, we make this to be like too much, like our jobs, too much work. Yeah. There's a, bring the excitement into it, right? Like yeah, the challenge, the fun, let's like, see, ooh, let's can see we what, be? let's see how good we can get. Let's see what we learn. Let's, yeah. You know, let's do it from a place of inspiration instead of greed or expectation, you know? Exactly. So we have to remind ourselves that along the way, especially if swing changes aren't clicking or the scores aren't coming. <laughs> what do we got to say? Have right, enjoy the ride. I mean, just yeah. really got to do it. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's going to be fun. I mean, here we go. 2024 goals. And, and I'm going to be caddying for you. Yeah, there's talk. There's so talk. I'll, I'll, wherever put on, it put is. on the bib. <laughs> when wherever it is, whenever it is, I'll fly in. I'm gonna want to capture some of it. You well, might, might not have to want get the my cameras brother Patrick. On. Yeah, I don't want you with the camera. <laughs> so we'll have to think about how we balance that, but we'll tackle that down the road. <laughs> well, this is great, Ev. I think I think there's a lot of good stuff here. And we're yeah. gonna we're tracking this, right? We're For keeping sure. each other honest. Yeah, so. we're gonna keep each other accountable. Guys, whatever your goals are, DM us at the par train on Instagram. We love getting your messages. And hopefully yeah. we can all inspire each other to have our best year yet. Not just necessarily golf results, but hopefully learn a few things about ourselves too. Just become happier, happier people in 2024. So um, if you guys like this episode, hop aboard the podcast, click follow on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, give us a review. We love seeing your reviews. It actually really helps as well. Yeah. That's great. And um, yeah, YouTube. We're going to be putting a lot into in 2024 and uh, our email list at the Get first access to merchandise drops and our weekly newsletter to help you stay focused and on track. So no matter what your goal is in 2024, Sherm, no matter how far you feel like how far away that goal might feel, let's say it that way. What do they got to do in 2024? Just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride, guys. Take care. Hey guys, this is Evan. Before you hop off board, if you love the podcast and you love our merchandise drops, I think I got something you'll probably enjoy. You go to thepartrain.com, hop aboard our email list, get a free newsletter that keeps your game on track, a little mental nugget every Monday. And then maybe even more importantly, first access to merchandise drops before any Instagram promotion. We send it to our email subscribers first. 
And so if that interests you, hop aboard the email list at thepartrain.com. Hope you guys enjoyed the ride. Take care.